Welcome to Through the Wire, episode 16. I got the usual cast, fellas. Pierre, Through the Wire. Mike, Yo, Derek. I'm back. Mike is back from his injury reserve, man. How you feeling? Better. We missed you. So, coming back from your injury, how, how do you feel? Are you going to pull a Jabari Parker or Wes Westbrook and come back from your injury and be better than ever? Or are you about to start tanking now? You're you about to take the wrong dive in your podcasting career after this big injury. You know what? I'm the greatest to ever do it in terms of coming back. So you're going to come back harder than Jordan? Because when Jordan came back from, from baseball. I mean, hey, my goal is, I guess, another three rings there. Okay. You heard me say this in the car. Oh, you said this in the car? Don't listen. I got it on video. Don't listen, man. It'll be in a vlog tomorrow. Uh-oh. Hey. I said on the best podcast person ever. I'm like when Jordan came back. That, those are my exact words. And it's on video, so. I mean, <laughs> I, I didn't hear that. <laughs> I didn't hear that. All right. At the top of the show, um, I was going to get this out here now. Rest in peace to Lil Peep. Um, we were legitimate fans. I don't know if Pierre was, but me, Mike, did. Yeah. We were legitimate fans. Y'all put, y'all fans. put me on, but I listened to Lil Peep. Um, and the worst thing about this, of course, his death is, is tragic, but... Um, when people pass away, there's always a new wave to claim fandom. Mm-hmm. For the perfect example I can think about is when my when Michael Jackson passed away. My sister was in the house crying. I had never heard of her mention the name Michael Jackson or listen to Michael Jackson. I know Michael Jackson was a Tyson? huge figure. Yeah, a huge <laughs> figure in in the world. Right. So I understand people being upset, but it just didn't really fit her, you know. But we at this table were legitimate fans. When we had our kickbacks in my house, people was on the radio. He was on the Ox. We know? all know words to songs. All I of y'all post, yeah. yeah. So like, it's just so his, his death really hurt. You know, not not we weren't even crying, but we we're like, man, he went too soon. I thought he had a lot of potential left. Yeah, it still don't seem Definitely. real to me a little bit. So I've been. Just listening to Peep again, you know? And oh, my butt, my I butt. just want to say, I know a lot of our viewers or listeners are fairly young, younger mm-hmm. than us or around the same age as us. I want to let you know, man, drugs are just not the answer to, to life's problems. Depression is real, and you can find somebody to help you that doesn't require you to, you know, get hooked on drugs, man. It's, it's sad to see people do this. Like, Man, even one of us, like if, if something that's here is going on, you need somebody to talk to. Y'all know I I respond to anything on Twitter, whether it's y'all being negative or we just joking. So if it's something serious, I'll reply to that too and just yeah, be there for anybody if they need it because drugs ain't the answer, man. And if you already are suffering from drug abuse or depression, just find somebody to talk to. I'm telling you, the best way to get rid of depression is to just, just let it all out. And um, that's, that's just how we're going to leave it at that. And we're going to get into the basketball now. Thursday night, we probably had the most anticipated game of the season. We had the Boston Celtics, who were currently on a 13-game winning streak, going against the best team in the league, the Golden State Warriors. And the Boston Celtics grinded it out and won 92-88. to Did y'all watch this game, boys? Yes, I did. I, I did. I couldn't watch it. <laughs> Why? I was at work. Oh, okay. I didn't watch it live. I, I went back. I recorded it, then went back to watch it the next day. Mm-hmm. And I think I always like doing that a little bit better, you know, because – when when you when I'm not watching it, I was strolling through Twitter, kind of seeing it, and I can kind of go back and get a feel for what people were saying about the game. If that makes sense, does yeah, that make sense? I, it makes sense. It makes sense. Not to me. Why not? It kind of makes sense, but not. so when people like, for example, people were saying that 
um, Al Horford played amazing defense on such and such player. Yeah. And then again, when I'm rewatching it, I'm like, oh, I wouldn't have not noticed Al Horford's defense in this game if I didn't see that tweet, you know? Mm-hmm. So that, that's what I mean when I when I go. I'm not letting it influence my opinions, really, but I'm just saying, like, I got a second eye on other things that I probably I wouldn't have noticed. So, um, so I didn't watch it live, but the second time around was good, too. Um, what do y'all think about this game, man? Are the Celtics for real? They just beat the best team in basketball. I, was, I didn't watch it live, but when I was looking at the stats, I could tell it was a very defensive game. Very defensive. Because I was like, the Warriors scored 88 points. 88, right. I was like... When when was the last time they scored eighty eight points in a game and the other team won? Right, like I don't know. That's that goes to show that Brad Stevens is really getting them to play, really buckle down the defense. Yep, and no one really had a big game that night either. That so that was a that was. I think the that big game different. came from uh, Jalen Brown, but even that's mm-hmm. not like a huge. Yeah, he game, only you know? had twenty. Yeah, that that was a, that was a big game for him, and we'll talk about Jalen Brown in just a little bit because KD only had KD had twenty four. Stuff like it was just such a low yeah. scoring game for everyone around. I am world. impressed with Derek today. I don't have to say nothing because he he on his stats yeah, right now. Yeah, he did I everything. Mean, I don't, what can I say? I'm not even gonna try to outdo him. I, you hit everything on the head. Defensive, <laughs> you know what I mean. But to answer the question, are Celtics real? I mean, at this point, you got to give him some respect. But how many games are Clay and Steph really gonna shoot like that? Good point. Not too many. Exactly. They were so. missing open shots. When they had to go open shots, they just weren't fouled. He exactly. said the same thing for Kyrie Irving, though. But Kyrie Irving, like, you could tell he was really bothered by the shots he took just because it was so contested. Like, they were focusing, like, anytime he got into the paint, it was two, three blue jerseys mm-hmm. right there. So. Well, and yeah. he was doing that without the mask because at one point he took the yeah, mask off. He took off. the mask yeah, off at the, the half. I don't know. If I'm, if I'm a fan of him or the coach, I'm like, yo, if, you don't want, if you're not playing with the mask, I'm not trying to see you run into, you know, four, four yeah. opposing teams. Especially when Zaza Pachulia is in the game. Right. Uh, I always tell you about Draymond Green. It's time where Kyrie slipped into the lane. Draymond Green knew exactly what to do. Kyrie Irving lost the ball out of bounds. I'm impressed with Jason Tatum, too. Mm-hmm. Two, uh, two free throws. Ten seconds left, up yeah. two, knock yeah. them both. We never down. bring him up when we discuss rookie of the year. That's a that's big, crazy. He may be number stage. two. He's number two right now, and that's going to be that type of stuff. Up two at the free throw line with eight seconds left against the Golden State Warriors. That's going to pay off. Those lessons will pay off from now later on to the playoffs. Yeah, I'll put him over um, Larry now because he's actually helping the team win. Yes, I think yeah. that's, that should be a big part in every award. Um, Even most improved. Most improved. I think most improved may be the one exception because yeah, you I see think you can improve individually, but that your team's always, being trash. Yeah. yeah, good point. You think about who who's won who won last year? Giannis, his team's in the playoffs. The year before that, who won? I don't CJ. think rookie of the year matters. Uh, what winner? No, I don't think it does now, but I think it should. Is what I'm saying. You know, as far as like. Larry and Jason Tatum, they could put up if they put up like the exact same numbers. I think Jason Tatum deserves it more because his team is winning. Is what I mean. And he's not just his team is winning, but he's helping his team win. But Larry's team is so trash, though. But I, I know I understand that. But but I still think that the better player that's helping his team win should should I win think, it all. I see what PS saying that no, all the are already on Lowry. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I see saying if their numbers the exact same, yeah. but his team is winning. That's yeah. how you edge it out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, yeah, defense was a big part of this game from both sides. You got two top five defenses going out. And, well, the Celtics won. When I say if they're the real deal, honestly, I don't think they can beat win a series against the Warriors. I just think. Can they beat the Cavs? That's what I was going towards. Are they the favorite in the East? We talked about this. And even I think half of us was like, nah, because the the LeBron. Because LeBron. LeBron is LeBron. Mm-hmm. But I honestly, yeah, I, I think they're the favorite at this moment. 
I would take them in a seven game series over the Cavs. LeBron's gonna be worn out by then. I would we'll get into course. that too. I would I would too just because I want to see it. I would love to see Kyrie. Well, yeah, team. it's probably the most anticipated conference finals matchup since Bulls Cavs. I mean Bulls Heat. Because he this is actually gonna be a competitive year, you know? Um LeBron has never really had competition in the East, and that's not saying the East is bad. It's just that LeBron is so good. You know, True. people exactly. always say the East is trash, but, but I, I just yeah. never really think that it's LeBron trash is just, he's so good, right? Exactly, because yeah. LeBron is the greatest in the, in the league right now. Um, and I think when we get to this point later in the year, because I don't think there's another Eastern Conference team that's even close to these two teams. Um, the the Wizards are kind of struggling right now. The the Raptors are just the Raptors. You know, those te- those are the teams I think they'll be top uh, top four. And I still just think this is, these are the two best teams, and they'll see each other in the Eastern Conference Finals most likely. I told one of my homies, um, the Philadelphia 76ers are going to knock one of those teams out. I said not the not not the Celtics or the Cavs, but you know the Toronto Raptors, the, the Bucks, Wizards. The the <laughs> when you got a guy that can score forty six points. With uh, how many rebounds? Fourteen and seven, 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 seven blocks. blocks. And you got Ben Simmons who had a, a crate. Like Ben Simmons didn't get mentioned for that game, and he was a one rebound away from a triple double. Uh-huh. His, he didn't get mentioned at all. When you got two guys that can do that, and then you got a veteran like JJ Redick, and then you got a guy who just got paid, who I'm sure we're gonna talk about later, mm-hmm. Robert Covington. Yep. Who they do all the things that they need for their team to win, and they play their roles. When you got a team like that, man, man, man. The youth for that team might not be able to beat a Cleveland or the Celtics because um, they you know, won a couple games. I think they could probably win too. But I think they're gonna knock out a team like the Wizards or the um, the Raptors if they're not on their P's and Q's. So you're saying seventy six is second round. Seventy six is probably come in in a six or seven spot, um, and then knock off like a third or fourth. yeah, a third or fourth, yeah. Y'all know um, Bill Simmons, right? Yeah. The ringer, the basketball guy. Is what, yeah, Boston guy. Yeah. Um, the, he did a podcast the other day that he was ranking his top 20 players in the league, and he had Ben Simmons number 14, the 14th best player in the league. And I think he may be right. <laughs> I would yeah, be surprised right. to see yeah. him up there just because of his size, mm-hmm. athleticism, his skill set. Which is, you know, not um, like that's unfair at his size. Mm-hmm. It just makes him obviously dominant in this league. It's, um, it's, and, but this is a, it's just, he's a rookie, man. And he's he can a, only get better. That's what's crazy. And imagine once he gets that three shot, that three. Once he gets like a decent three. Even if he doesn't ever even develop it, he's still a top player in this league. And that's yeah. the that's crazy. And I say that same thing about, of course, Giannis. He, he's, he's a top And I think he's five better player. than him. Right now? Yeah. I, I can't go that far. Giannis is pretty dominant. Yeah, he, he, he is. no, no, no. He it, me saying that don't take nothing away. That's what I want people to understand. If I say something about somebody being better, it takes nothing away from the other player. I just love the way Ben Simmons controls the game. Like he is literally like a point guard at sixteen. It's not like hey, we just gonna let him be our point guard for for mismatches or anything. Yeah. Like he's really controlling the tempo. He's really feeding. Like I seen him in that Laker game. No, we're not doing that. Y'all go over there. I'm about to give Joel the ball and get out of his way. We're going to let him do his thing. That's the type of stuff I like to see. I look at him and I see so much of, like, young LeBron in him. Like, when LeBron first came in the league, besides, like, I'm seeing that. I'm seeing Magic Johnson, man. Besides, like, the scoring. Yeah. I mean, like. I see see Jason Kidd in him more than, like, Lonzo. Just think about it. He's, he's what, three inches taller than Jason Kidd? Mm Mm-mm. Four inches taller. Jason Kidd's a tall. He was a tall guard. Mm-hmm. You know, like six four. Maybe? Well, I guess Ben Simmons is like seven feet. Yeah. But either way, if we're not talking about size, but just the overall right. game, uh-huh. I see Jason Kidd in him. Mm-hmm. Don't really have the jumper, facilitator, on court coach. 
Um, amazing rebounder. It's I just see Jason Kidd more than like Lonzo Ball was coming into the next Jason Kidd was what he. But I think Ben Simmons is. I just I just that's how I see things. It's not way off. You know they stat she stuffers. Um, but I think when Simmons I look at that size, when I look at oh hell yeah, when I look at that size, I see magic. But yeah, Jason Kidd is. Not. So back to the Warriors Celtics game. I think the big headliner was Jalen Brown. You know, he he led the the Celtics in scoring. But this was deeper than basketball for him this night because this was basically right after he found out that his best friend had passed away. Um, Trevin Steed, I I mean, I don't know who he is, but they play ball together. And it was his best friend. He passed away. He said he had a conversation with his mom, his Trevin's mom, with Trevin. Sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong. His mom. And his mom told him, go out there and ball. You know, he, he thought about not even playing that night. And his Mom told him to go out there and ball for him, and he did. He clo- basically closed out that game, you know? So, I don't know. I don't even know where we can go from that, but I just wanted to pl- pay my respect to, to both of these people, you know? Mm-hmm. I think any anytime a player has that kind of extra motivator or, like, built-up animosity, it just gives them that, that go. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was a time when he hit two threes. You know, that was pretty big for them because they, they were on their way from a comeback. Mm-hmm. And then also, like, that next play, uh, somebody missed a shot, but he had hustled so hard for a rebound, he snagged it over Draymond Green and went up offensively for, you know, and he got the foul. And I think that was just a turning point. Like, everybody's like, no, this is his game. Yeah. I think that this guy's going to be really, really good in this league. Mm -hmm. And when he was drafted third overall last year, again, I don't watch him as college ball, but when I was doing my pre-draft, like, you know, things, trying to figure out who's who and who's good – they had him going at eight, and he got drafted at three. And in the moment, I was like, why? You know, rookie year, his numbers didn't look good, but you can see flashes like this guy could be good. But coming out year number two, he's balling. People are already saying all-star. I don't think he's an all-star this year, but he definitely has multiple all-stars in his career if he continues to do, like, grow. He reminds me of, like, Jimmy Butler. So not the, like, the offensive way, but his motor kind of, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He seems like he has that um, legendary work ethic. That is a great comparison. I know, right? Y'all, hey, y'all gonna y- y'all on something today? Like for y'all, starting to scare me. I ain't care. I don't. I don't think I'm gonna be talking as much. Derek, he, the first topic, he come out on point. And they talk about the game perfectly. You came up with this comparison, and I ain't think of that. I really like y'all. Mm-hmm. Hey, y'all, y'all scare me, man. <laughs> Let me start thinking of some stuff to say. <laughs> yeah, I like that comparison though. Uh, I wasn't really that big on Jalen Brown. I liked him more in college, um, the way he played. But it seems like Gordon Hayward's injury was a blessing in disguise for the Celtics um, in letting him grow. So when Gordon Hayward does come back, they're going to be very lethal. Who's going to the bench? That's what I was going to say. Probably, yeah. I feel mm. like at this point, if I had to just slide over back to that five, put Jason Tatum at the four. I agree. No, he's been playing five. He's been playing five. They've been having, um, since Marcus Morris came back from his injury, Marcus Morris been at the four. So I guess you move Marcus Morris to the bench and yeah. I would do that. But yeah, that that'll work out because there's not there are not many like dominant fours that they would have to try to guard. And even if they do have the Jason day, Tatum is a pretty big guy. Mm-hmm. Like, like he's six, only eight, he's six, six nine, eight, but, but he's long. like he has the, like a wide frame. Very, very long. Yeah. And yeah, maybe in the offseason he'll put on more muscle so he can so, play four. When y'all Celtics, if y'all if y'all face some Knicks, somebody might have to guard Porzingis, but hey. Well, you never know. Al Horford. 
They, clamp, they clamped up Porzingis that game they played against each other. Porzingis scored like 13 points. He shot terribly. They did. I don't. I didn't it, watch it. Was it yesterday? No, this wasn't yesterday. Yesterday he scored 13 he points. Scored, he scored 13 points yesterday. He, he has nights where after he has to carry such a big load. You know? I just think that defense is too good. I don't know who was guarding them, but they got no, the best they, defense. They do. The uh, Marcus Smart. Y'all saw that block? Yeah, Marcus <laughs> Smart. He's he's so good though. He's so good. He become you like can, a you good can look guy. at his yes. You can look at the stat line and be like, it's Mark, like he's not doing much. But you, you know what? He, watch him you play. know what his effect though. Even though it's reminding me of what's up, Andre Iguodala effect. It's just that off the person, like that person off the bench second, not necessarily lead, but he's a role. Oh, I like, think he's a leader. A, yeah, he's definitely a role leader player. in that second. Being defensively, he's making his mark. Mm-hmm. Can you restate what you just said, Marcus Smart? It's good, <laughs> but, but it doesn't hit stat lines. You, you can't look at it, which goes back to a tweet that you made about highlights. You cannot right. just watch a person's highlights. And that was tweet of them. the year. Man. That was tweet of the year. And people got salty. That about was tweet that of the year. Because, you know why? Because it is they, true, it and that's what they do. Yeah. You know what I'm? What that makes me think of? You know that dude Zion. It makes me think about looking at his highlights, and I'm just like, oh, yeah. He doesn't. Look, he looks like he's going against people that he's way better than, mm-hmm. and a lot of his dunks are in transition. And see, that's where, like, Contreras say, I don't really watch high school basketball because of the hype and things like that, which I can understand because a lot of people do exactly that. They watch those highlights, they see a dude windmill, his head is about to hit the rim, and like, oh, he's the next, the next guy. Yeah, but it's like. Relax, because what is his jump shot like? And yeah. his is broken if we're talking about Zion. What is his ball handling like? Nah. Is he playmaking? Eh. <laughs> He's like 6'7". Eh. When you get to the league and all the power fours are 6'10", are you really going to be windmilling? <laughs> like, I don't think so. So let's slow down. Yeah, I know. I'm just like, I want to see him against real talent. Exactly. 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 Talent, and then you never get to see that. A lot of people stuff, highlights. a lot of people don't, the things that they do don't show up in a box score. Patrick Beverly's intensity does not show up in a box score. Facts. Tony Allen's defense don't show Kevin up. Kevin Garnett's Facts. communication on the defensive end does not show up in a box score. Facts. So, I just say, when I say that, people got, because I watch highlights. I do watch highlights, but I don't let these highlights tell me, oh, this guy's better than that guy. Because if you watch, this is not a shot at Kobe. <laughs> if you watch that last game of Kobe, you just watch the highlights, like, man, he, he was unstoppable that night. Mm-hmm. He put up 50 shots to get 60 points. Come on now. Yeah. Let's be realistic here. You got to actually watch the game of basketball to act, to have opinions and good opinions. He did win that game, though. Oh, he did win that game. That's not. I wouldn't take a shot at Kobe. That's just the first thing that came to mind. It's like hey, right. the highlights don't show him missing 20, See, 30, 25 Y'all was talking about AAU last time. I wasn't him. Yep. Oh, you listen to the show or you just – no, you ain't listen to the show. I, I breathed in. Yeah, okay. I breathed in. Sure. I breathed right. in. We told him. We told him. Oh, we did tell him. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, so this is my question for y'all. If y'all are a, a head scout looking for some high school talent – Because I did make a tweet about – are you looking for the YA, are you looking AU for team, y'all? Are you looking for athleticism? Are you looking for talent, skill set? What are you looking for now? Because the game has changed. Like, if you try the NBA-wise, I mean, you could be the most athletic person, but it always doesn't fit right now because we see, like I said, this is the most skilled time where the NBA is being. What are you looking what for? What am I looking for in in a specific Let's player say, or like for my play, my team in general? And for you like looking a for a player. player. Say you looking you an NBA scout, you looking down, you said you're trying to look into high school players, seniors in their last year. Oh, I'm just looking at play. Okay. Um, Maybe because I, I mean, you got to get a little bit of everything, man. Yeah, you got to get players that are that are nothing but right, defense. That's you why I get, ask, yeah, like am I looking at a specific player or I'm looking at player types for my team? Like, I mean, you got to just be looking at the best player. I'm trying to find a cornerstone. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking for the probably the most skilled player. 
Because the most the most athletic players can turn out to be Gerald Green. You're right. So if I can get, I'm a, thinking about what y'all was talking about now. Because you say like AAU, how how reliable is it now for like scouting wise? Exactly, because I don't feel like they are making players better. I just get, feel like they're giving them exposure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So because how many AAU practices are they going in there and they're like, okay, form shooting? Yeah, they just don't happen. Exactly. They pick the best guys in their tryouts and they're like, let's go. You know, exactly. they may teach you some plays, but that's they're, the they're whole not point. You're playing. You're playing. Yeah, you're playing. Like you're gonna play a lot of games, three games a day. And we just gonna play, 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 play. We not sitting around at practice every day. When you were on the EU team, y'all didn't have practice every day. It was two or three times a week. Exactly. When you're in high school, you have practice every single day. Yeah. Even even the day before the game, the day after, the day of. You just have like shoot around and stuff. Right, a walkthrough and things like that. Yeah. So. A couple days ago in the interview, Draymond Green made a point saying that LeBron is playing so many minutes right now. Yeah. He's superhuman, but eventually his superhuman powers go away. So that would be more of a concern if I'm a Cavs fan. Would y'all be concerned about LeBron James' minutes? Right now, he is leading the league in minutes per game. We talking about a 32-year-old monster. But would you be would you be would you be concerned with his minutes right now? Yes. Yes. Cause come playoff time, you know the tank always gotta go on E at some point. And when he going to have the time to refill up in the playoffs? I'm not concerned. You're not concerned? Mm-mm. So when he battling with Boston in the conference finals, you don't think he's going to be worn out? Nope. If He's a- he's averaging 38.6 minutes per game. If it was anybody but LeBron, I would be worried. But it's LeBron hey. James. So I'm going to just put – I'm going to take my chance and gamble on LeBron James. If I'm the actually, if I'm the uh, Cavs front office, and I'm yeah, definitely because no. you might you might yeah. bounce. <laughs> yeah, he's gone next year. I'm trying to get as much as I can out of him. What I'm concerned about is the Golden State Warriors. I'm if I'm their fan, I'm concerned about them. Why? They're a little bit too worried about everybody but themselves. They ain't got to be worried. They have nothing to be <laughs> they, worried about. They Defensively it. top five, the best offense in NBA hey. history. They're good. Hey, they're fine. <laughs> they're, the West is only getting better. So. But they're smart about this. This is a team that basically did this when they were going for that seventy-three win. They they ran out of jukes in the when they got to the playoffs. They lost more games in the playoffs than they did the entire regular season. That's crazy. So I think Draymond Green has a good point here, man. Yes, LeBron, like he said, LeBron is superhuman. He's the best athlete we've ever seen in sports. But I think it's important that he. I, I just don't think he should be leading the league in minutes per game, and he has to do this to win. Yeah, that's the that's, that's the big the guy. That's the big thing here. He has to focus on the people around him. I mean, he as, long, as soon as he gets taken off the floor, it's they're, tra- they're vulnerable trash, yeah. to just to start packing, uh, giving up um, points. And Not even giving up points. When he they, shows, they, 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 they struggle to score. score. Yeah, when he give me a reason to worry, I'll be worried. But he ain't he ain't giving me no reason to worry at all. So I mean. Hey, Should he rest on some back-to-backs? Well, technically, he can't, according to the NBA. This is what the NBA won, right? No resting. They, can, they could do something about that, though. Oh, yeah, they definitely can work around it. But, I mean, should he should he rest on back-to-backs? No, but they definitely need to start winning so he don't have to be playing fourth quarter sometimes. Uh, but, like I said on previous things, what, what is it? We ain't reached 20 games in a year, have we? Mm-mm. If he if he leading the league in minutes around game sixty four <laughs> and sixty five and we going into the seventies then it, it might Once, be like I think he led the league in minutes last year too believe it or not and I ain't seen I ain't seen nothing about him that said wasn't Jimmy second no Jimmy was not second it was Cal Lowry mm. I ain't seen nothing about LeBron in last year in the playoffs that said man he should have rested 
I think he's a year old. I I would be I would be concerned because the difference. I think it's not about LeBron personally. It's more about the team. You know, mm-hmm. it's more about the team because they can't win without him on the court. So last year, yeah, he led the league in minutes, and like you said, there was no indication that he needed to sit a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, when he last year he was off the court, the team wasn't atrocious, and this year they are. They're kind of atrocious with him on the court defensively too. So it's just I would be concerned if I was a Cavs fan. Um, I don't think they're going to win a championship, and that's what it's ultimately about. It's not about getting there; it's about winning. Yeah, they can easily get there. They just got to get past Boston. But when they're there, they're not going to win. That's an, that's another thing too. When the playoffs do come, they sweep a lot of people. They play ain't like they're going through the West where they're about to really have to be going through seven game series. Uh, so only time will tell. Right now. I yeah, we're just making predictions. I say yeah. once, if, if they really do think maybe we should give them some days off, it's going to be later in the season. Once they once the playoff seasons are starting to solidify and they say maybe this game isn't as worth it as we need because mm-hmm. all they need to do is get to the playoffs for them to have exactly. any chance to get exactly. to the finals. So they don't have to be the I don't first think they, seed. They, they're not worried about being no first or exactly. second seed. Exactly, as so. we've seen last year. Um, they're not going to get home court advantage in the finals anyway. So, yeah, you're right. Hey, big question here. In the final playoffs. So, LeBron has made it to the championship seven years in a row. Crazy accomplishment. If he doesn't make That's it this so year. That's so crazy because he only got three rings. Why well, I feel like he got Because he, he should, should have more rings. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, if he doesn't make it to the finals this year, how does that, does that affect his legacy? No. And if anybody does, they don't have, like, they're not worthy to, like, understand basketball. Like, they're not, how many people have made it to the finals that many times consecutively? Not many. No one. No, it hasn't no, happened. Been it had, it's happened. Relaxed, yeah. yeah, like early 60s, 70s. Yeah. Those, like, well, those like, you know, legacy yeah, type teams. But people just don't understand. People, this teams have never been to the finals in <laughs> decades. Yeah. And to think that one man can carry a team. And when he left his teams, them teams ain't make the postseason no more. Yep. So, I mean, it's so easy to, like, discredit LeBron because now it's just expectations for him now. You know what I mean? Right. So making the finals every year, that's the expectation. If he doesn't, then maybe he didn't live up to him this year. Mm-hmm. Now he's on a decline, right? It won't hurt his that's legacy, the type of but I will be disappointed. I think it's I, there are going to be people that's going to talk crap about LeBron and not making it to the finals. If, you know, if he doesn't. Again, that's a big if because it's, it's LeBron. And it's just that's just so unfair to LeBron. That's just so unfair. So... Would it be more shocking to y'all if the Warriors didn't make it or if the Cavs didn't make it? The Warriors, for the sure. Because they're the best team ever. Yeah. You know, the best team ever. If they don't make it to the finals, that's a disappointment. If the Cavs don't make it, I'm not disappointed. You know? My expectation is not half of them anyway. I don't think they're the best team in the East. So, I, I just You don't think, think they're the best team in the East right now? No, I don't. Okay, I don't either. I, the Celtics just got that. Yeah. It's, 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 and then they win 13 games in a row. Then yeah. it's, it's been proven. They, they're out there playing way better basketball than the Cavs. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see them play against each other again. Because that opening night, they had a 0% chance of winning that game. After losing their top one of their top two players and that horrific of an injury, even though it was close, I still had no belief that they were winning that game just because of the effect of Gordon Hayward going down. So when they go against the Cavs again, I, that'll really tell you, you know, Again, it is the regular season, and LeBron has lost in the regular season to the Bulls so many times. But when you go against them in the, play, in the playoffs, it's another story. So it is the regular season, but I just I think that'll be another like highly anticipated game, just like the Boston Celtics versus the Warriors was. Before we get into our next topic, here's a word from our sponsor. Basketball season is finally back, and you know what that means. 
It's time to put your basketball knowledge to the test with one-day fantasy basketball at DraftKings. DraftKings is giving away over $400 million in prizes this season. That's more than 10 times what Los Angeles is paying the king himself. No matter what your skill level is, there's a contest waiting for you at DraftKings. Draft your team is simple. Just select eight players and stay under the $50,000 salary cap. Earn points when your players score, assist, block, rebound, and more. The best part is you get to draft a new team every day without any commitment. There's no better way to turn your love of basketball into cash. Download the app or head over to DraftKings.com now and use my code BACKBOARD to support the show and play free with your first deposit. And remember, there'll be $400 million in total prizes up for grabs throughout the season. That's code BACKBOARD to play for free with your first deposit only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit eligible restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Robert Covington. Just signed a four-year, $61.5 million extension. Shout out to Robert Covington. This is a this is a good deal. I'm very happy for Robert. Excellent. That was your defensive player of the year? I thought he... I no, thought, no, 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 no. You no, mentioned no. him. I did mention him as like a dark horse because I think he is one of the best defenders. He's like one of the best 3-and-D guys in the league, for sure. Prototypical 100%. 3-and-D. Yep. And he got good size. So Robert Covington was one of those first guys that were here with Sam Hinkie. So he's one of the first trust the process dudes, but not not as like a cornerstone. He's one of those people to fill a roster. They gave him to a, lose to lose exactly. They gave him a long deal worth no money basically, just so he could have a place to play because I, I don't. I, they wanted to lose games. He was and there with Alex are. Thompson and them guys. Exactly. Three <laughs> years later, big term deal for Rocco. Shout out to him. I just found out he's from Illinois, so I'm, I'm a bigger fan now. I, didn't even know stand up. I had no idea until just a couple seconds ago. Undrafted. It's always good to hear stories like this. A guys that guys that come into the league is nothing and turn into something because this is a I'm sure this is a big deal you know he's, yeah this he's, is his never first really major deal right with the Rockets he didn't really have much Mm-mm. how old is he he's I think he's twenty seven he's twenty six like oh, which right is there. still fairly young yeah he mm-hmm. can get another contract man shout out to him I, I don't even know where else we can go with this it's just the fact that we just paying our respect to Rocco yeah tipping our hats off well deserved I think he's a big piece in this this team. Fit perfectly. He's what the number three player right now. Yeah, he's like their defensive guy, to be honest. And we all know he's a three and D person, but he he's just a pest defensive. He's that guy. We see the games where he picks up five to six steals, mm-hmm. like consistently. And I think that's just a big part for them. That's their like he's their defensive guy. He's perfect to put with Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. And this goes back to what you said: how everyone from Chicago are good defenders. It's just facts, man. <laughs> if you if you make it to the league from Chicago, you're probably gonna be a good defender. Hey, you know why? Because when you play at 21 or 32, <laughs> you don't want to get embarrassed. Oh God! And you know everybody watching you, so you got to come out there and play D. That's why that, like you're a good defender. No, nah, to be honest, I really think it's like a pride <laughs> thing. Like Chicago people take pride in their defense. Yeah, yeah, because you don't want to get embarrassed no while. You don't want to be on nobody mixtape. Mm-hmm. So you always like you try to really just clamp up, and it just translates to the league. Are you a good defender? I'm not in the league. <laughs> <laughs> but but you were talking. Do you be getting embarrassed in thirty twos? No. You, ne- oh, you never God. got embarrassed before on the court. <laughs> no. You never got oh, crossed my up. Gosh, we gotta go to the court. No. So. You never got crossed up. No. That's your state when you stick to it. I'm sticking to it. That is my word. <laughs> hey, I'm just letting y'all know, listeners. We've seen him get tapped up a couple times. 100 percent true. Um, so last week we talked about the best up and coming big. We had our discussions. We made our picks. I want to revisit it because personally, my answer has changed. I forgot who I even picked. I think I picked. I, I definitely picked. Pick you Carl. definitely picked Porzingis, Kate. 
Pierre. Okay. I picked Carl. I did too. And I'm not with Carl no more. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I'm not just dra- I'm not just feeling this way because of Joel Embiid's big game. I just think his intangibles are there yeah. to be the like a top center in the league, you know? Number one center in the league. Because he gives you everything. Yes. Like, he got the on the block game, he has the three, he has the ball handling, he got the passing. And his mindset. He doesn't think a player in the league can guard him. Yeah. You know, no matter who it is. It could be DeAndre Jordan, who's, man, defensive player. Not defensive player, but defensive was, It was DeAndre Jordan. And he I can't even blame him. He can't, they can't guard they him. Can't. Shout out to Brett Brown. He's not getting enough credit out there in Philly, man. Luke Walton said it in a postgame interview. They tried every way to stop Joel Embiid, but Brett Brown just adjusted. They tried to double team. They sent him to the corner. Um, they was blitzing the pick and roll. And then they found a way to not involve him in the pick and roll to play, and he was hitting the threes. So they just put him in positions to where you just can't stop him. That goes to show you that coaches got to put their players in the best position to be successful. Coaching matters. Yeah. Coaching matters. People say it don't matter because these are the best athletes in the world. But, no, if you have a bad coach, you're not going to be successful, even individually. And that shows that players got to have – multi-faceted games. And Joel Embiid didn't have the game to hit a jump shot. He wouldn't be able to do the things that Brad Brown put him in position to do. And he's not even shooting well. He's shooting like 25% from three. That's it? But he's a threat. Yeah, he's he's enough of a threat. Right. Um, If you look at this, like, players that leave the Spurs usually aren't the same once they leave. mm -hmm. Systems matter. Yeah, Yeah. all that stuff matters, man. It's not just... John Simmons was the man. He was one of those best players on the Spurs, and now he on the Magic, and you don't really hear nothing about him. Who you got, Mike? Because you wasn't here last week. So your options are Porzingis. You got Joel Embiid, Carl Anthony Towns. I think we left it at those three. Nikola Jokic. Nikola Jokic. Those are your top four up-and-coming bigs. Who you taking with the first pick if you had to pick one of them? Joel Embiid. It's just obvious at this point now. I mean, is he, is he legitimately like the best center in the league now? He might like no joke. He might be. He might be number two. He I might, think the he definitely worth the wait. I still think the Marcus is the, big, the best, but mm-hmm. he may be number two. How did this group? I'm gonna stick with Chris Porzingis. He's just a unicorn. Like, I mean, he's literally unguardable to me. Only thing that can stop him is is itself. I've seen him be get guarded. Yeah, yeah. Somebody by the name of LeBron James put the clamps on him. That's cool, but I've seen a game where LeBron James didn't. So. It's the NBA. Sometimes the ball goes in, sometimes it doesn't. And you you live with that. I think overall, though, Porzingis is the easier man to guard than Joel Embiid. That's your opinion? I mean, that's your opinion. What you want me to do? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, you I'm looked just, at me just, like you talk I'm just saying. You're not talking about it. I thought it was a fact that he was. I wasn't arguing with you. How is it a fact? Because Joel Embiid can score from all areas of the court. So is, so is so averaging more points. <clears throat> All right then. Um, but all right then. <laughs> no, I don't think that really even works right here. The but, harder person to guard will be the guy who's scoring more points. No, not really, because he has to. He has Jordan B has more people around him that's going to square the ball. Porzingis is literally that whole team. Okay, I like that. Okay, which shows it's not a fact because we both can just go back and forth. So what you said was not a fact; it was an opinion. 
Which is okay. Opinion can't be wrong. That's just how you feel. I can't. Hell no. Opinions can be wrong. If I, I, say, I mean, if, if it's, I say JJ Bray the best point on the league, you're I mean, wrong. If, if that's if it's a dumbass opinion, but you can't tell me how to feel about something. If you say if I bring some chicken in here and you say this chicken is nasty, I can't say you wrong. That chicken good. <laughs> what? Get out. Like I can't. I see where you're coming from, but there, there. Yeah, like you said, there's our dumb opinions. Yeah. They're just false. Yeah, if people ain't being opinion. reasonable. Then we're not even gonna show that 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 opinion even. You know, you ain't gonna get no attention. Last week, we talked about how the Ask the Wire questions have been trash. Mm-hmm. And that day, y'all gave us like three to four good questions. Improve. This time, y'all threw down on the questions, bro. We got we got so many questions to answer from y'all. So thank y'all. I think y'all like that I told y'all don't be so literal. It could be about us. It don't have to be about basketball. Yep. And because of that, we got a lot more questions that actually make you think. It's not just... Who's the best point guard in the league right yeah, now? Boy, y'all do. favorite. Where do you think the Raptors oh will be God. in five years? That just helped me out with this question I wanted to ask y'all. Okay, before we get into Ask the Wire, put yourself in the mindset of y'all six months ago. So we're talking about the end of the playoffs. All right? At the end of the playoffs, that's when we talk. Oh, this about to be a good question. <laughs> this is when we talk about um, awards. In the moment, this is you six months ago, is Russell Westbrook a top five player in the league? Yes. When, when was six months ago? Was At the that? end of the regular season. Just say, in the regular season, did you think that Russell Westbrook was the top five player in the league? Yeah. Are you saying, is he still? I'm going to get into my yes, point. Yes, he was. He in was. my opinion, he yes, was. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Yeah, he was. Today, November 18th, is he a top five player in the league? No. Just uh, because he has more around him, but no. I, I would still say that. Give me your top five, then. LeBron James, Kevin Durant. Okay, okay. Stephen Curry, sure. Russell Westbrook, and Kawhi Leonard. No Greek freak. Wow. Giannis is not a top five player in your eyes. I would I'd rather take him. all those players before him. Westbrook is not a top five player in the league right now. I'm going to go Harden, LeBron James. Whoa. Kevin did you Durant. forget Harden? No. You I did forgot forget Harden, yes, but he did. would take Kawhi Leonard's spot. Russell Westbrook is still in. This is my opinion. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong. Kawhi, remember that Kawhi Leonard not playing. And LeBron James wasn't playing. He's still not a top five player in the league. Right now, he's saying right now. I know. His but I'm just saying right this, this is my I, list. If he if he want to have Kawhi, that's fine. I'm just he, I, say, I think Kawhi I, I say is top five. Mm-hmm. I'm not putting him. I'm not putting nobody. If you if if a person say right now who is a top five, I'm not putting somebody who's not James playing. James Harden, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Stephen Curry, Russell Westbrook. Okay. Can you give me yours? I don't think Russell's a top five player right now. I I, I agree. I got LeBron. This is not no order, but these are top five. LeBron is number one. That that's the order. Mine are no order either. Kevin Durant's number two. I, I think I can agree on it. Then I got James Harden number three. Number four, I got Giannis. And number five, if we if you want to put Kawhi, I'll put Kawhi. All five of those players are better players than Russell Westbrook right you. now. All right. So one is LeBron. Two is KD. Three, Harden. Four, Steph. Five. Kawhi. So Kawhi Leonard to y'all was it better than Russell Westbrook last year? Because he hasn't played to show you. Good point. Good point. Um, no, no. But I think it's legitimately oh. just his impact on the floor. If if we want to replace him, I'd I'd put Demarcus as number five. To be honest with y'all, I like that. If I replace him, I would put Giannis at number five. But you didn't have Giannis in your original yeah, five? Yeah, you didn't even have him. None of y'all have Giannis. I put, no, I put Giannis. Oh, yeah, okay, I got sure. Harden, Steph Curry, LeBron James. I'd put Steph in mine. Kevin Durant. And um, at five, I'm going to go Chris Stapps, Oh Yeah, all right. 
I'm just being. I just want to have some you. different answers. Like, mm-hmm. I, no, but even if it's no, okay, this okay, is like okay. put your honest opinion. Now, it don't uh, matter Greek if it's freak, okay. freak. It don't matter if it's the same. I just want to put the point that I like Russell Westbrook. Yeah, yeah, is yeah, I can see, I can see right from, now. I mean, people. Yeah, uh, obviously, people gonna think differently in some scenarios. I respect you for keeping him in your time. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong. Great player. Yeah, I'm not I mean, saying that doesn't take away like I'm like, oh, Giannis. But this also either Bill Simmons wrote about it one, and I also saw it on Reddit. I don't know who said it first. I don't know if Bill Simmons oh, is on the Reddit. Yeah, I'm talking about um, Kyrie is my fifth. Kyrie is better than Russell Westbrook to me right now. I, I'm, you said Bill Simmons, and I automatically think Boston Celtics. Um, they just like the amount of people that leave Russell Westbrook like to another team and become successful is crazy. So Anas Cancer got traded. He's having a great year for him personally. Doug McDermott is legitimately a six man of the year candidate right now. Mm-hmm. Which, my is, Knicks, two, which is crazy. Two of my Knicks. Um, who else was it? Kevin Durant, obviously. Victor Oladipo. Victor Oladipo and Sabonis. Mm-hmm. Five of them left, and all five of them are being successful right now. And the, the post on Reddit was making the, the argument that Russell Westbrook's not making his teammates better because uh, Paul George this year is not having the best year. Camelo Edney's having probably one of the worst years of his career so far. I, I'm like, man, I, I may be all in on this. That's not saying that Russell Westbrook's not a great player because he's definitely top 10, but it's just that does you, he make the people around him better? You want to know my theory of it? Let me hear it. You, you probably have to have my same theory, so go ahead. I mean, we can say Kevin Irving was already great when yes. he left. Uh-huh. Great. Victor Oladipo, Sabonis, all these people you named, maybe even James Harden. It's just the, the fact that they didn't have op- that much opportunity, so once it expanded, they did not take it for granted. They said, I'm a, you know, I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Victor Oladipo can't be Victor Oladipo along with Russell Westbrook. They kind of play the same. So but it's it- hard to put two people the same. Like, can Victor Aladipo succeed next to another all-star point guard? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, point. I think what it was. But you know who changed? Like, some roles didn't change, though. Like, Doug McDermott's role didn't change between the two teams. I think there's not, there's no dominant point guard over there in New York, though. It's hard to get it's hard to catch your role when the only time you're really going to touch the ball is if you're open and Russell Westbrook sees it. Because Doug McDermott, he might have come off some pin-down screens, but he's not like a focal point like he is. He's not a focal point, but he's not like an actual option now. You know what I mean? I'm not. I don't. Openly, I love Russell Westbrook. I love Russell Westbrook, but I wouldn't want to play with him. Yeah. And, but do you want that as your, a player to, to build your team around? That's why I say, like, what Russell Westbrook needs is a whole bunch but of— But it depends on where your team at. Because if your team have no, has nothing— he can give you something. Yeah. But if you're trying to get your uh, a Golden State Warriors, be passing and moving, not the guy you want. That's why, to be, in like my honest opinion, I thought Paul George was enough for Russell. I didn't know about Carmelo. I didn't know how much it was going to be because I feel like Russell just needs basically a whole bunch of people that don't need the ball at all. That's a good point, yeah. bro. Paul but George was going to be enough. I, Melo, Carmelo can play off the ball. Mm-hmm. So and, just, and a lot of teams going for that star power because of the, the Warriors. So a lot of teams think the more star power they have, I the think better that's they always can the case. And that's why I think Stephen Adams and Andre Roberson are playing the way they exactly. are because yeah. of Russell. And I'm, that's why I was glad that they paid Andre Roberson yeah. and Stephen Adams because those are X factors. Stephen Adams gives the Oklahoma City their best threat to win. Talent doesn't always equal continuity. You know what I mean? Exactly. They got three of the top. What do you want to say? Thirty player? I don't know. Is Melo yeah, top thirty? Just to be safe. But that doesn't mean that you're going to be great. You know, you, mm-hmm. styles matter. Yep. Systems matter. I don't know if they're playing in the right system right now. They're seven and eight. Not even in the playoffs right now. The Pelicans have a better record. Shout out to the Pels. Um, 
I don't know, man. I, I just want to get y'all thought on that. That's it. That's it. I'm not saying nothing negatively about Russell Westbrook personally. I think he's a, a great player. He's a one man army. Yeah, I just thought that they, I just thought that it was interesting to see on Reddit and then in the Bill Simmons column. I just I was like, wow, that's that opened my eyes to some stuff. That's it. That's all. Back to the Ask the Wire stuff, though. You yes. guys have been killing it with the questions, and we got a bunch today to close out the show. So Hoosier Redbird as which NBA veteran, age 35-plus, would you want on your favorite team? Hashtag Ask the Wire. So our favorite team's Derek. Ginobili! Okay. I do not want Ginobili. I would take Dirk to mentor the marksman to finish uh, Laurie Marketing because he could be Dirk. That's it. That's what I would want as a 35-plus player on my team. So, Mike, Lakers, who, who do you want? Because in this case, you're not at a 35, you're not getting a player that's going to change your organization. You're not getting a player that's going to help you win. I just thought of a more of a mentor type way or a, just a locker room guy. Like David West would be a good pick for any team because he's a good locker room guy. It's, so many, I, it's the players I wanted on my team. They retired. What, do you want Kobe back? Derek Fisher. Derek Fisher. Derek, Derek Why? Fisher. He's a terrible person. He was good in the Lakers for years. Okay. I mean, let me, let me. I'll just stick with my original answer, Dirk. Just because he seemed like a great person. And I mean, obviously, he got the game. Still do. Uh, you can give me Richard Jefferson, but I don't have nobody. You 35, you trash. Then I don't want you. That's why, like, when I say Dirk, I don't want Dirk on the court. Yeah, but I don't have nobody to mentor. I could say Dirk, too, to mentor Przingis, but mm-hmm. like. Give me Pau Gasol, but we have five centers already, so I don't know. I don't. I can't think of a veteran point guard for Nick. We have Jared Jack. I'm not sure if he's 35, so I don't really know to be honest with you. So I'll just go Richard Jefferson because we have no solidified. Jared sure Jack's like is he 30? I don't even know if he's 30 yet. Is he, he been around? Mm-hmm. But he ain't 35. Yeah, he like 30. No, he's definitely over 30. Yeah, he's like 32. You don't get that type of haircut if you less than 30, bro. <laughs> He's 34. He'll be 35. He just turned he, 34. He, he looks like he looks young. I think it's just because his head really bald. <laughs> so he's got that youth kind of look to him. Yeah, I'm telling you, the bald, the, bald, the bald haircut is the best route for any man, any black man. Like, I ain't never seen a bald black man. Yeah, just that, thought, what like, are you doing? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, just, it just fits. I mean, the bald with a beard. I said the, the yeah, ball here yeah, with, with the, the beard. With, with the, the beard, yeah. yeah. I mean, any black man can rock that. True, know? true. I'm sure I'm going to get to that point. My uncle was at that point. He wasn't bald into nothing. He just wanted to rock a baldy, and he, he yeah, pulled it, it off. It looked perfect. Yeah. So Next question is from Adrian, who says, what is you guys' favorite rap slash hip-hop collaborative of all time? I'm going to just throw it out there. The Woo. It don't get much better than The Woo, you know? Collaborative of what a group or it like can be a, a group it can album. Be a gr- it, no, it can be a group. Like for example, it could be a, you can say a label that you like all the people of. Just some people that hang out with each other, you know, in the rap hip hop. That's why I said woo. They made albums together, but ultimately they were individual people. Um, Eminem and Fifty Cent. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Don't they have a the collective name? G Unit. No, Eminem wasn't Eminem G Unit. No, no, no. It was um, it was um, Aftermath. They were both signed to Dr. Dre, but they don't have a collective. Who was in D12? Uh, his homies. Um, Slaughterhouse and... Uh, no, not John even. Budden? Was uh, he not that, that? That's Slaughterhouse. Oh, okay. DJ, uh, D12 was... Um, Who's the guy? Royce the Five Nine. Royce the Five Nine and Eminem was a serious collab, bro. <laughs> bad meets evil. That's bad meets evil. Yeah. D12. What's the dude? His his friend that died. Eminem friend that died. I think it was proof. Me. There you go. Yeah, it was proof and some of his other homies from Detroit. But Bad Me Evil with Royce the Five Nine and Eminem, I like that. Yeah, that's a throwback. Yeah, I like that. I like that. 
That's your pick, though? No, no, I was oh, just okay. saying. They, they was a defense. So, okay, so my ideas would be like, you can say good music, I guess. You can say like the OVO, like Drake, um, or you could go, you could throw it back. You can say Ron DMC if you want. Like, there are hella rap collectives out there that you could pick yeah, from. It is. I just think Woo's the best. You could say a the, trap called the Quasi, the, the Fugees, like, hey, there are hella hey, stuff. I'm going to say, I'm going to keep it with Amigo. Excuse me? The new boys? The new boys? You're a jerk. I know. What you say, though? That's a good Amigos. The Amigos. The Amigos are great. Mine, you know, I'm a 90s baby, so I'm a little bit older than y'all. Uh, <laughs> We're all 90s babies in the state. I'm drunk from last night. But, uh, <laughs> dip set, dip set, dip set. I knew he was going to say dip set. Dip set, dip set, dip set. Shout out dip set, man. Yeah. I love dip set, that was, that was That would probably be my top five. But, yeah, okay. Next question. Great is question, from, by the way. Um, Chief Toad, he got a Rock Lee. Picture, so I, I, I know you know, you know, this guy. Oh, yeah, this dude talked to me all the time. This is my homie. Be be like the mixtape. I don't know how to pronounce it, but he, yeah, he's always ball like the- Kobe the mixtape. Love her. <laughs> That's what it is. Ball like Kobe the mixtape. Oh, okay. He asked if there was one team you want to manage that wasn't your favorite team or the Warriors, who would it be? The Milwaukee Bucks. I'm going 76ers. That was my answer, but give me the Phoenix Suns. Well, why? Because you just want to change. You I can change make it, it happen. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I see a lot of things I can do to make that team pop. The Rockets. Mm, I picked the Seventy Sixers because I just think there's so much money to be made in them players. Yeah, yeah. As a as a manager or like when I think about manager, I'm thinking about GM or owner. I'm thinking about owner. You know, you can market those dudes. Come on now, Joel Embiid is like the most famous or the most popular social media guy in the league right now. Mm-hmm. I'm taking that team. Let me get the Sixers. We gonna redo that quick. And easy. I'm taking the Rockets. Why Rockets? I mean, they just fun to watch. I mean, I can market them. You can watch that from here. You don't have to be a manager no, to watch no. it. I'm gonna have come on. I'm gonna have course seats if I'm the manager. Okay. Frank two one five Eagle said, "Who would you rather have, a healthy Joel Embiid or Mark Gasol?" <clears throat> a healthy Joel Embiid. Yeah, Joel Embiid. Let's say for this year though. If that, does that change our answer? We're not talking about for the future. Joel Embiid's going to be top five. No, like in this moment, you need to win some games tonight. You pick Joel Embiid over Marcus Gasol. Healthy Joel Embiid. Yep. I am too. Yeah, I would too. I was just trying to see if that would change your answer. Marcus Gasol's a great player, but I think Joel Embiid is a better one. He's just on fire right now. Yeah. It's flow underscore two as what former player do you think could still succeed in today's NBA? What a question. Um... First name that came to mind was Gilbert Arenas for me. He was before his time as a, a basically let me score this ball point guard. And, you know, we got so many let me score this ball point guards in the league right now. And I just think if it wasn't for, you know, him doing some other stuff, if we just talk about pure basketball, <laughs> Gilbert Arenas is the man, you know. So that's why I'm picking him. I say <laughs> no Sioni. No Sioni, bro. You just pulled that out of left field. That's a yeah. Bulls answer for real, bro. No Sioni. Uh, he wasn't even successful back then. Or you think he could come in and he's a he played in the wrong era or something? I feel like he can shoot the ball. Like he he could fit as a stretch four on some team. What? Okay. I mean, hey, if you want to believe that, you know what position he played, right? He plays uh three four. Yeah. Penny Hardaway. We're moving to a lot of big point guards. Lonzo Ball, Ben Simmons, Penny Hardaway can come right in. Lonzo's and, garbage. And, and, be, and be one of those big point guards. Kobe Bryant. 
I, I knew you. Was gonna I knew you were gonna pick the bean. I I, I, that was the first thing that came to my head, but I, 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 I thought it was too obvious. I thought it was too obvious. Like two years ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about players that have been out for a minute. Yeah. But I, if you want to pick the bean, I ain't gonna stop you from picking the bean. Um, Matt asked, "What are y'all careers in real life? Any of y'all attend school, and what's your major?" Come uh, on, can we throw this question out? Why? I think this is a good question. All right, all right. I want to hear Derek's answer. <laughs> I want to. I want to eventually. My goal is to become a state trooper. Okay. I want to be. But um, what are you doing right now? That's you. I'm working to pay off my college debt and get a new car so I can start back going back to school. Where you work at? Fratillo. <laughs> That's not important. That's not important. But okay, your goal is to be a state trooper. Yeah, but you got to become like a regular cop first, and it takes time to get up to that level. So but yeah, that's what I want. That's the career path. I want to be involved in criminal justice or either the sports thing. I want to really, those are the only two things I really think about. Like when I'm not, when I'm like driving by myself, I'm just thinking like, damn, what do I want to do? <laughs> like those are the only two things that really come to mind. And I, I don't know. So you're going to be one of the good guys. Yeah. You're going to, I respect that, bro. If you want to be a, one of the good guys, do your thing, bro. How about you, Mike? You are in school, but what are you in school for? What's your future? What is your plan for life? So right now I'm in school. I go. To, I'm in class with King of the Fourth Quarter every day. What class y'all get? Right now I'm getting my gen eds out the way. I'm about to have enough credits. Hopefully, hopefully. Well, you don't know? Did you apply for the for the? No, I did. I oh, know. Okay. I have enough credits. You got to pass about this, criminal, this criminology class. <laughs> oh, God. I got like I got an F in there. I'm close <laughs> to a D though. I'm close to a D. I told Country. I'm gonna get an A on this next test. Because mm. right now oh, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put us out there, but we both had F's on. <laughs> for the first two tests, we had F. But those tests are nothing like what we do like any other time. He come out with the yeah yeah. We both failed those first couple of tests, and this is the last one of the semester. This is the last one. Yeah, besides the final, okay. which is like I all the it. tests combined. So if you failed those first two, that last one gonna be a struggle yeah, too. Yeah. But okay, and it only makes it worse because the people in front of us like yeah we got a hundred percent yeah we like how you. <laughs> All right, so after that, after school, what's your plans for life? You know what? I'm not too sure. Hey. Right now, we're part-time. One. I mean, obviously, that's not my career. But I feel like I got opportunities. What, you're not trying to work at U-Haul your own life? No, I don't even you know. You can be the CEO with I'll be there for over a year now. <laughs> I can't even picture walking into a U-Haul and seeing you. I be cooling, bro. I just be cooling. If you walk in there, you're going to see me on my phone. Uh, speaking of your phone, <laughs> you don't see me on my phone. I'll be like, "Hey, what's up?" Because you got to take a long walk around to get to the front of the store. Pierre, uh, what I want to do? Yeah, what are you doing now? And what do you want to do? I manage a rapper who, uh, perfectly, this is his birthday, so I want to shout out Flex. Happy birthday to my dog. We got KB right here wearing a hundred boys shirt, representing on your day. But yeah, um, yeah. I, I do the YouTube thing. I don't make no money off it, but that's fun. And I'm 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 on a podcast. So I do the podcast, managing the rapper. Got some, you know, some business tied up into the music thing. You know, I'm 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 doing pretty good right now. I'm happy where I'm at. Let's go tune into his music. He's one of the best rappers that don't nobody really know of. There's someone involved with music, not from a, a, a songwriter perspective, but from a manager perspective. Mm-hmm. What advice do you give all these young people trying to be rappers? To be yourself. Anything else? Because that's pretty cliche. No, but like that is the it's cliche, but it's the most important thing. You see a lot of people try to rap about things that it's not really them. People try to be something that they think people will like, but trust me, somebody is gonna like what you're talking about and relate to you and your story. 
and it's going to make you unique to stand out because it's only so much you can talk about with Molly's and Lean, and that gets uh, old. And stop doing that, man. Stop, exactly. stop teaching their kids and stuff. I that's like not that's cool. That's what made Lil Peep stand out. To me, being himself, yeah, yeah, his music was nothing. Yeah, like it was, yeah, it was exactly. so different. Like it was such a different vibe that I was like, damn, I really like this. Be yourself, stay true to what you're doing, Rest and be patient. Peace. Don't chase hits. Do not chase hits. Hits come and go. When you stay patient and, and have a foundation, you can be like somebody that has like J Cole has a cult following. So whatever he does, it doesn't matter. He's gonna have a cult. He always know he's gonna have this amount of people. To keep him where he at. Instead when, he, of, when you chase a hit like the dude with the panda designer, he had a hit panda. Nobody knew who he was. It come and go. That's not a core that following. Banger still to this so, day. I can listen. He to still that. put out bangers, but nobody listens. Nobody listens because he doesn't have a core following. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. So just stay true to yourself. If I you if I was an artist, I would not want to get like a one song to, to bang. Exactly. You, know? you want to have consistent catalog. Yeah, because <clears throat> like some of the people that are art right now that that are doing good, I'm, I, they're not going to be here in a year. They just won't. And you don't want that. You don't want that as a rapper. You, longevity is what it's at. Just Me? like anything else. And the podcast, of course. The, pod, I'm, the podcast. I want this to be a big part of my futures as well. Like two, three months ago, we wasn't doing this, and now we here. We number two, number three in the world in a short period of time. I don't know where we're gonna be in six months. My gosh. Let's let's talk about King of the Fourth. Why the reason a lot of you are here? I do YouTube. I'm in school. Finishing up school this semester. If I pass that criminology class Mike was talking about. <laughs> and I got this vision um, to help me and my homies get on. And that's that's what I'm working on right now, man. That's it. So that's school it. is just... School is done for now. I mean, I'm not saying I won't go back because I'm going to have my associates. Um, but next semester, I will not be in school. My God. I, I'm proud of you. Thank you. There's no reason for me to be there. I have not been taught anything. School is not for everybody, man. Like, and if you are in school, that is okay. But I hate the fact that the world we live in society makes it exactly. So it, it's an expectation now, but it's not necessary. It, it's necessary. It's necessary to the point that if that's what you want to do exactly. and that's what you're trying to do, yeah, it's a required. But you step. shouldn't be looked down upon if you don't go. Exactly, like, it's okay. It's nothing because I remember when I left high school and I went back because I was uh. Homecoming King So I had to go back To crown the new Homecoming King And you know People all People Teachers Hey what are you doing Where you at now And they uh, What school you at Like that was the common thing They didn't ask They just knew Because it's such The society thing That you just go to college As soon as you're done With high school So they didn't even ask They just assumed That I was in school Because you know And I I'm not in school And people Like Kind of threw people off Because mm-hmm. th- that picture Is painted so much of people's minds that school, 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 school. But people can succeed and be successful without school. And people can achieve and be successful with school. So mm-hmm. it's not for everybody. Hey, for those who don't know. You can, you can ask Contreal Beecham right here. For those, hey, guys. For those who don't know, like, if you want to continue with school or anything like that, and you just want to get, like, a decent job and everything, just go to a trade school. I mean, yeah, it's not necessarily, it's not necessarily like education wise, but it will actually teach you having that, a trade is important. That's, it's, yeah. it's my so, my it's, dad it's, is the perfect example. That he's a truck driver, mm-hmm. but my, my my dad makes good money, good money. He went to school for six months to drive trucks. It took him a while to get to where he's at. It's not like he came out and he was making bank, but just with time and effort, you know, you don't have to be an um, intellect intellect. You don't have to have your bachelor's. You don't have to be a white collar yeah. yeah, you can be a p- 
plumber. You know, it was like because somebody has to do it. Yeah. People still need to fill these yeah. jobs. And guess what? what? I mean? When you get to that point and you spend a couple years doing what you do, again, my dad truck driving. You know what he was able to do to start his own truck driving yep. business because he saved up enough money to buy another truck. So now he's got somebody under him. And you know what he did after that? He bought another truck. You know, you don't have to go to school to be successful in life. That's that's it. We're not telling y'all to drop out. Yeah, nothing like that. But if you if this if it's not for you, it's not for you, man. You don't have to force it. Like my dad told me, man. My dad sat me down, told me, no matter what you do in life, just be the be the best at what you do. Work hard and be like if you my pops told me, you gonna mop floors? I want this is exact words, KB, because you know. Oh yeah, is. he said if you go on my floors, I want you to be mopping them in LeBron house. <laughs> if you if you if you was a truck driver or you drive a limo, you better be picking LeBron up after the game. Be the best. And I, I took that to the bank and and remember that for the rest of my life. So next one comes from Cameron. He said, if you could have one non basketball playing guest on the podcast, who would it be? I think that's a great question, Drake. Okay, you you aiming big. You're into the top five player in the right. world, person in the I world, ain't really go popular that person in the world. I'm trying to think of somebody that's going to actually be beneficial. What are we going to talk to Drake about? Hey, when your next album coming out? <laughs> All right, cool. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Um, I feel like you need. I don't know. Brad Stevens. He don't play basketball. Levar Ball. Oh, give us Levar! I'm on, I'm on that hype train. Give us Levar, bro. Hey, you gonna have to sit over there. We got me and me. No, Levar gonna sit right here. We gonna talk. That's my boy, man. I'll be defending Lonzo. Did you bring my fifty shirts and my shoes? Because I need something for defending this motherfucker. You want to go out there and play happy, go silly. Matter of fact, bring him with you like you did when you went on ESPN. Y'all walked through Walk all crazy with the, with the swag. Yeah. Yes, Levar is the perfect. I ain't even gonna think about it. Levar is the yes, perfect guy absolutely. to bring on to through the white. I like that boy. I told you that mm, you bossing back from the injury. <laughs> Last question is from Eddie, who asked, "Is that Eddie? Eddie? Yeah. No, it's not Eddie. Eddie. Oh, it's not, okay. it's not hey, Eddie. Eddie, you know who you are, Miami Heat fan. Yeah, you Eddie. are you the man, bro? For real, <laughs> we see you everywhere, everywhere, bro. This is another Eddie, though. Um, what's your reaction to Lonzo not helping his teammates when they got into a fight? I want to say this I for last because I don't know if this is going to I mentioned this earlier when we talked about Lonzo Ball and what he can improve on. This guy manages to slither his way into every episode. <laughs> he he does stuff every time. I want to go into He got a haircut. What do you got to think about his haircut? Like, no, this is, I think this is something. Yeah, yeah I, no, it definitely is. No, it is. He needs to work on his leadership skills and ability. Mm-hmm. Pierre did put up that video though Like when he was in the huddle He's like let's go guys Like he was there leading Because those are things we just don't see Yeah So that's why I wanted to put but it you, But I also saw the video of him not being in the huddle And now him not now, fighting now, so like now he's not even into this, in this uh, um, Altercation Altercation I think it's all in his mind man It's I all in his mind And he he admitted that Two games ago was the first time he let his shooting dictate his entire game because he had the game where he didn't have no assists, mm-hmm. he I had no yeah. rebounds, mm-hmm. he turned the ball over, and he was like, "That was the first time I ever let my shooting wreck really get to me." I think I think game. I've missed two Lakers games so far this year, and actually, no, three. I missed basically both <laughs> of his big games. Back, yeah, his best game. <laughs> and then that one game that I asked, that he got benched the first quarter, the fourth quarter, the I first time. Songs, the um, time. Those are the three times I missed it. But even the, the games where he does play. Oh, the game I'm referring to, my bad to cut you off. It's the Sixers one. Okay. okay. Um, the games that I do watch, even when he's not shooting bad, he's impacting the game. And the game you're talking about was one of the few games in his career where he did not impact the game At positively all. whatsoever. Yeah. 
But what do y'all think about the fight? What, what do y'all think about him not coming in to help um, his team? Well, I, he watched said, the, I watched the post-game interview. He said he wasn't trying to get a tech. He didn't want yeah. to tech. So I, I agree with him on that on that aspect. That um, because oh, no. what, what he said it what he said is true. He says the NBA, anybody trying to fight, this is a pointless tech, which I agree with. Um, second thing is, what was he supposed to do? In LMB, never leave my brothers. <laughs> Those are the dudes you're supposed to fight with. That's your team. You're not supposed to let nobody push up on yeah. your dude. And you just, what you want him to do? Like, he literally looks, He has to. I he mean, it's not even about. It's, 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 not, it's not even about, like, him post. He's not putting he the, the, the punches. Put the guns down. I think put the guns down. Him being I didn't there shoot. I, I didn't, so I, it, it brings, like, that brotherhood yeah, to your teammate. Like, like, you know, trying to get it. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. Wasn't it Cal Schoolsman that was involved? No, it was Caldwell Pope. Okay, so as Caldwell Pope, if you see that. And you see that he walked away. You just like, oh, I can't even trust. Listen, dude. listen, relax. <laughs> I've asked the question for a response. I'm not saying. No, no, that. no I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay. I'm, not, I'm not getting out. I'm not arguing. And the good thing that I do like about it, whether it was wrong, I mean, it is wrong. I mean, I'm not defending it. You don't walk away. You don't have to get involved and be. Hey, Leah, let's get it. What's good? You don't have to do that, but you, you definitely don't want to walk away and put your head down. But I like, like Kentrell said, he made a good point. It's all in his head, man. That's why I tweeted what I tweeted. Yeah, if y'all, y'all didn't see, I quoted, like, my man just want to shoot good. All this extra activity. He just trying to see the ball go through the hoop. He don't want to fight. He don't, but that's his personality, man. That's another thing I wanted to make. Patrick Beverly pushed him on the ground, and he didn't do nothing for himself. So if I'm in a fight, I'm not looking for uh, Lonzo Ball. He's the last person I'm looking for. I want Julius Randle to get, come <laughs> off that bench. Lonzo Ball let, let Patrick Beverly push him, and he just got up. So if he's not doing nothing for himself, don't expect Lonzo Ball to bust somebody here for you. Um, and lastly, I just kind of forgot. Um, oh, they have good. They have guys like Caldwell Pope, Kyle Kuzma, who he's cool with, and, and Brandon Ingram. That if it is an issue. They can talk to him and address it and let him know. You know what I mean? I think they got a good enough team, good enough chemistry to say, bro, don't do that no more. Because y'all seen, I don't know if y'all know, I know Mike probably know, he's like a fan. Nick Young got into a fight with the Phoenix Suns, and he, a couple years ago, had called out the Lakers and, like, nobody had my back. Because Kendall Marshall, he wasn't like Alonzo Ball. You know, Alonzo Ball turned around. Kendall Marshall was all the way down the court <laughs> and was, like, working on just She was shooting the ball still. Like, you know how to. A timeout of going. The way Wade did that last year in the, with the Bulls. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was another thing I'm gonna say. I've seen Kyrie do the same thing. The Cavaliers been in the scuffle. Kyrie taking the shot. Like, yeah, I don't want nothing to do with that. I'm cool. That ain't my type of thing. But yeah, some players just aren't like that. When we, me and Mike were talking about this last night when I, I sent out the clip. You, you, Derek, you might have been there when Mason got into those scuffles at the Y with those people. No, one was, one was I with, wasn't there. One was with Chad. I don't no, know. You don't have to say names, but one yeah. was with a, a huge dude. Like yeah. both of them, both of dudes are big. One of them is like, so the story goes, um, well, it was different. It was different things. So the first one with the big dude, the real big dude, uh, Mason was guarding him. And the big dude, he's a big dude. So he uses his body and he was basically tossing Mason around, you know, and Mason got upset about it, you know, I mean. You don't do stuff like that. Yeah. But the other one was the funny one. I told, you want to tell it, bro? Even though you're bad storyteller. So, so like, what I'm saying though about the first one, what Mason do? Nothing. I think they, they were just japping, and then you know that the guy he's he'll, he'll throw the punches if you need if you want him to. Yeah. But we we calm down the situation. You know, okay. we calm down the situation. And the second one, I ain't never seen Mason like that. That's why I'm that's I'm sorry if you was if it's like what what is Pierre on? He knows he no. I just have I'm Mason is so laid back to me. Yeah. The do you want to tell the second story? All right. So. I'm not sure if you know, but you and Derek know, like, this is maybe freshman or second year. Like, I don't know. I don't even remember who started it, but we used to always say if somebody missed a layup or just always use an open shot, we'd just be sarcastically say, like, 
Good finish. Like, <laughs> good shot. And so the guy, the second guy that there was an altercation with, he missed the layup and Mason said. Which he is known for. He said, good finish. <laughs> and I think, I don't know if there was higher like jab between them or something, but that really took him over the edge when he said good finish to him because yeah, they started getting into it. And then, I don't, do you remember what happened after that? I just remember. We just calmed the situation. Yeah. They was like, I was not about to let my man fight. I was not. So I was getting between it like both of y'all just chill, you know. I was basically the intermediary, whatever the guy named. I was just trying to calm the situation because dude was really Mad. <laughs> he was really mad. He missed, Mason wasn't. Mason you know, wasn't. You know what's funny? I think it was just because he was missing a whole game yeah. and that just blew him He over missed here. a lot of layups. Yeah. I don't know what y'all talking about. And Mason got in his head just by saying yeah, good finish. Um, <laughs> good finish, boy. Some days I'm, it depends on who I'm playing with and, and what the situation is. Some days I'm Lonzo Ball. Like, don't be fake tough on the court. Yeah. Like, if I know ain't nothing about to go down, I'm definitely walking away, like, about to go shoot the basketball. I don't think I'm like that Derek said, never leave my brother. I don't think there, I'm that person yeah. either. Like, I'm, I remember, it wasn't even nothing serious. You remember at that, uh, at, what was it, uh, not Lifetime, Export, when he was like, don't get cute, like you and that short, real small dude. That wasn't even like oh, an altercation. Wow. Yeah. But they were just talking, and I think dude, he got mad at that point. Yeah. And that was, but that, see, that, now that situation, like, that was my brother. So yeah. That was my blood brother. So yeah, we, we, not talking I mean, about like, that. Would you expect me to get into that? No, I wouldn't even ask you to. Yeah. This little, I mean, yeah, little, I agree with you saying now, like, some people you just can't really expect much from. Yeah. I mean, if y'all just started like bust out fighting, maybe. But if y'all just talking, I'm not really, I'm not gonna care. Right, and it's certain things I expect from certain people. If I get into it, I'm not expecting Mike Hurd to come and like. I hear Mike arguing with people on the court all the time. Just, I never. Really I just, like, argument just like, is different okay. than being like, "Hey, blah blah like, blah." Who's playing for a punch you? Exactly. Your shit? <laughs> I'm not that type of person either. I'm not as much as talking to who I am. I'm not no person. I'm not looking for no beef or like. Yeah. I'm avoiding any situation. Arguments gonna happen on the court no matter what. All the time. Yeah. It's part of the game. But as far as like physical fights or anything like that, I'm avoiding that at all costs. You literally have to put your hands on me. Yeah. For us to get into it. So if I put your hands on you, if I put my hands on you right now, what you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, not, he not quick enough, y'all. Thank y'all so much for listening to this episode of Through the Wire. Another great episode. What number is this? 16. 16. Okay. If you got to this point, there was obviously something that you enjoyed about it. And if you have yet to leave a rating for us, we definitely appreciate it. Um, the support, again, has been ridiculous. We say it every show, but we, we can't say it enough because it's facts. Um, we'll be back in a couple of days. Y'all got anything last to say? No, we good. R.P. Lil Pete. Rest in peace. Tweet us. Tweet us. Shirt says, merch coming soon. Mmm. Mm, yes, that is facts. <laughs>